I'm Tara Aldridge, and you're listening to The Smart Woman Show. I believe that every woman has a powerful, profitable, and impactful business inside of them that God has called them to create. This podcast is for women who have a deep sense that they want more, more out of life, relationships, and business. This show is going to give you the tools to be everything God created you to be by sharing strategies, tactics, and heart-centered lessons so you can stop stopping yourself at the fear of the unknown and finally take your inspired vision and turn it into an impactful business. There's no excuses here. Are you ready to commit? Let's do this. Welcome back to the Smart Woman Show. Ooh, that's a good one too. Jessica Bencourt, welcome to the show. You may or may not know this. I don't know if you actually listen to the show or not, but I have started introing the show with a new song every single time. So that's your special intro. And I love it. And I do listen to the show and I do love that intro. And I will tell you that anyone who knows me well would say they hope you don't ask me to sing. I don't get it. I feel like this is just raw talent, but it maybe takes a real special audience. So I love that you sing. (laughs) I can't help it. I was born singing. I came out of the womb singing. My daughter sings. And so it's, it's just it's in me. So I so I do it. Why hide it? Right. And what I love about you. Let me just start with what I love about you. I love so much that you don't hide who you are. You are who you are. And you're bringing women along with you. And that is so powerful. By the way, I just ordered your book. You are your number one new release on Amazon. I don't know if you knew that or not. You are a number one new release on Amazon. Congratulations. Thank you so much. It's been so much fun. You're welcome. And the book is called I Almost Canceled, Showing Up When Fear Tells You to Stay Home. Girl, I have almost canceled so many times. It's the story of so many, of so many. I mean, honestly, I hear it all the time and I have lived it. And I'm grateful that I have shown up, (laughs) shown up in a lot of places that I was afraid to show up, but thankfully I did. And that's my heart is to help other women overcome that crazy dialogue that we have in our head to tell us to stay home when really we do have a seat at the table. We have every right to go and we need to show up. We need to show up for life. Oh, yes, we do have a seat at the table. And so what I love about you so much is in like just even looking at your marketing and how your Instagram is going, by the way, you've got to follow her. She's super empowering um, on Instagram. Go find her. Um, but is it you, you ask a lot of questions and I think that it's really powerful. There's a lot of coaches out there and I know you're a coach, you're a mom, author, coach, like all the things. And we're going to get into that today. But what I love about you is that you ask powerful questions. And one of the questions that you asked when I was first diving in was, what would you do if you couldn't fail? Like, if you knew you couldn't fail, what would you do? And so why do you, why do you ask that question? Why is that an important question to ask? Well, I think most women have never thought about it. I think so often we get into this mode of we, they get that first job out of college or maybe out of high school. They may be good at that job. They get married, they start a family and they stay right there because it's comfortable, but they never really think about, is this, am I using the very gifts and talents that I feel God gave me? Am I using, am I flourishing here? Or am I just 
robotically going through the paces. I think so often women have never thought about if I could do anything like anything at all, and I could not fail, what would it be? And I think if they allow themselves to dream and think that way, all of a sudden it opens up this new dialogue and this creativity that maybe they don't become an astronaut <laughs> or something crazy, but they, they may decide that, okay, I am going to chase that dream or I am going to start that coffee shop or I am going to, you know, do something new because they truly do want to do what they feel called to do, what they feel God has laid on their heart, what they feel uses their very gifts and talents. So many people are not using their true gifts and talents. They're doing just the easy, comfortable thing. So why what would you do? do but why do women do that? I don't know. I think it's the pressure of society. It's the comparison game. It's the social media world that's convinced you somehow you're not as good as her. Therefore, you should just sit back and not do what she's doing. And the truth is there's room for all of us to be successful because success is different for all of us. Your success and my success don't have to look exactly the same, but we can both be successful in our own ways. And so I think that's where women get hung up. They, they have this vision of what success is. And I'm like, but what you're saying it is, is that even what you want? Well, no, then why are you, why are you projecting that on yourself? Let's talk about what you really want. Let's talk about what you feel like God has laid on your heart. Let's talk about the very things that you think you're good at. And then let's use that and pursue that. Quit looking at what everybody else is doing and think that that's what you have to do. It isn't. It isn't at all what you have to do. Yes. I, okay. This is perfect. Yes. Okay. Amazing. Because what I'm hearing you say is vision, 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 vision. What is your vision? And, and I saw also when I was, was really like getting to know you a little bit better, Jessica, was um, that you said only you can build the life you love. And then you said, start with what you want and work it backwards. Mm, yeah, I believe in that. So I what I'm hearing you say is you're responsible for your life, girl. And it yeah. starts with identifying what you want. So my question is, if this is like this, like, bah, aha moment happening for the listener right now, how do you start with what you want? How do you even identify what you want? Because in my experience and probably yours too, when I ask women, okay, what do you want? They're like, well, um, I don't know. Oh goodness. And don't you want to shake them? I'm like, I know I'm not allowed to shake somebody because that could be assault or something, but I want to shake them and be like, well, then let's start thinking about it. So honestly, I do, I do like to help people cast vision. Like if you could do anything, what would it be? Okay. Let's start talking about that. And then is that really what you want? Let's, let's figure out what it is you really want. And often what they think they want and what they're willing to work for are probably different. So then we have to boil that down. Okay. Are you really willing to work for that, you know, supermodel body, <laughs> but yet you want to eat M&Ms. Okay. Then you don't really want to be a bodybuilder, you know? So I think sometimes we have to help them cast the vision and then let's rein it in and figure out what is it really. And then it is just small steps to get there. And so, so you work backwards. Okay. What are the things that need to put in place? And then let's start moving towards that. I always equate it. I've never climbed a mountain. So don't think that I'm a mountain climber, but I always equate it to climbing a mountain. You know, if you just, you don't just show up to the mountain without good equipment, but if you get the equipment and you get there, it may not be perfect and you may not have everything exactly right, but start taking those steps and then you're going to look back and think, oh my gosh, look how far I've come and look what all I've done. Then you can decide, do you want to keep going to the summit or are you good right here? Because halfway up the mountain may be success to you. That's fine. If it is awesome, let's celebrate that. 
If it's not, keep going. So I think so often women just put themselves in this small mindset and they tell themselves that they can't do things and maybe they're surrounding themselves with other people in that mindset and that's a problem too. So I don't know. I don't know why women pigeonhole them into things that they tell themselves they can't do. Yeah. I don't know why either, but you are landing girl. You are this. Yes. Amen. I love this. So normally I start this, um, these interviews out with a question I forgot to ask you. Okay. And it's, it's, this is new for the show, but I love it. So I'm going to go back to the beginning and ask you, how is your heart today? Mm. Oh, what a great question. I know. What a great question. You know, I feel like my heart, honestly, okay. So my book released two weeks ago and I feel like my heart has kind of exploded with just compassion Mm -hmm. and excitement and energy for people that I didn't even know, but they've read this book and they've sent me little pieces of, of their story. And I think I feel um, honored and humbled Mm -hmm. that People would share, you know, where they're at in their lives and what they're struggling with. So, so my heart has really almost exploded in a thousand pieces over and over again, over these last two weeks, hurting for some people who, man, sometimes you just don't know the struggles that people are going through. And I I wear a sweater a lot of times that says, be kind. And I just think, come on, ladies, let's be kind. If you can't be anything else, be kind, because you just don't know what other people are going through. So my heart is is just, I don't know. I feel like it's exploding in, in both compassion and excitement for women who are going for it. And for those who are are compassion for those who are maybe holding back and want to go for it. So, yeah. Yeah. And I know I'm writing a book right now. I know how hard it is to write a book. So again, congratulations. And I want to talk about fear because now that I'm where I'm at in life, I know that nobody just starts writing a book thinking, oh yeah, like I'm just going to write a book. It's going to be easy. Like it's scary. Mm-hmm. You your heart out there. And so do you have any fears right now? Well, it's so funny. I'm kind of on that downward phase of the, okay, you know, I did have a total freak out moment, you know, back in December or, you know, six weeks before the book launched. I came through the door and I looked at my husband and I said, this is the dumbest idea we've ever had. I don't know why I agreed to do this. This I'm just, I feel, I literally felt like I was running through the high school cafeteria naked. I I don't know that these stories are good. I don't know that this information is going to help like crazy. And he looked at me and he's like, okay, well settle down. Like what happened? I'm like, nothing happened. Like I had an hour drive by myself to convince myself that I was crazy. So isn't it funny how we, we do that to ourselves. But then I kind of came to this place of you've written this book, put it out there. If it helps one person, great. If it helps a lot of people, great. I really felt called to write the book. I'm, I'm not truly an author. Like I'm not truly a writer in the sense of a traditional writer, but I really felt called to write this book. And because I wanted to be obedient to that, I went through the paces and it was painful and it was hard and it was a lot of work, but I'm so proud of it. And I'm so excited. And I don't know if it'll ever be anything big and huge and great, but I really haven't focused on that so much as can I put it out there and be proud of it and feel good about how it might have an impact on others. If I can say yes to that, then I'm glad I wrote it. So 
it is writing a book is scary and it's, you feel vulnerable, but man, right now I'm on the other side of that fear. Like, okay, girl, you did it. Way to go. I mean, I'm even like dancing. I, I became the number one bestseller in Southeast us travel on day one. And I was like, nobody Google North Carolina or the great smoky mountains. Cause you'll probably knock me out. <laughs> like, woo, I have made it. And my husband's like, I don't think so. So I think sometimes you do have to just celebrate that you've come through something and you've done it. And then whatever happens from there, you know, I have a mantra that says, I'm going to do the right thing, regardless of the outcome. I'm going to do the right thing, regardless of the outcome. And that's what I feel like I did in this book. I wrote it. And now regardless of what, you know, how the Lord uses it, I'm going to leave that up to, up to the people. Mm-hmm. What I'm hearing you say, Jessica, is that for a minute, I'm like, I'm like in your car with you. <laughs> I'm like in your car with you because I can totally relate. I'm like, oh my gosh, I could totally relate to just spending an hour beating the crap out of myself. <laughs> and what I'm hearing you say is that in that hour that you were in the car, you were really making it about you. You were making Absolutely. the book about you. You were making the book uh, about the whole process, the whole journey about you and keeping yourself safe and keeping yourself protected and uh, really resisting that uh, fear of rejection, fear of judgment, all of these things that are totally normal, like totally oh. normal. And, Absolutely. And bless your husband. husband but what I but I want to celebrate really in this moment more so just you and me here and anybody listening wants to celebrate with us um and give Jessica like your your love just through energy and that compassion for that moment because I know you understand listening I know you get that but I want to celebrate how quickly I mean maybe it felt like it was a long time because it was an hour of beating yourself up and then you came and you exploded in front of your husband and then your husband talked to you and really you coached yourself out of oh right this isn't about me. This is about the one person, just one person that you might serve. Yeah. I mean, it, it truly was. That's exactly what it was. I took this project that I felt called to do and I turned it inward and all the things I coach against, I was allowing myself to feel yeah. and I was afraid and I was, didn't like the vulnerability of it. And all of a sudden I second guessed everything. And I had that same crazy dialogue that we allow ourselves to have. And it was, it felt gross and it felt terrible. And then when I just kind of released it and realized this isn't about how you feel or how someone even feels about you, this is about how it might help someone else. So put it out there, put it out there. And that's what I would encourage women. When you, when you are doing what you're called to do, the impact you're going to have on others is more beautiful than you can imagine. And when you step into your experience and your calling, you're going to impact so many more people. And it really is about that. It's, it's about how you can help and impact others. It's, it's so powerful. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And you know what, what I'm hearing you also say here, Jessica, is that you are using fear to work for you in life. And I, and I know that this is something that you speak on um, Jessica is also a keynote speaker, but I found this on your Instagram. So ladies follow Jessica's Instagram. It's J Bettencourt, B E T T E N C O U R T C O C O U R T one. And, um, there's this one post in particular, you're like, this is the beauty of fear. And I love that that goes back to like what you were talking about being compassionate, even finding beauty and love and compassion and mercy and grace inside of 
fear, which we all hate, or we use to motivate you. So you said you can use fear to paralyze you, play small, have a back door, blame, shame, guilt, all those things, or you can use it to motivate you. So I know you just shared one example, but do you have any other examples for the listeners on a time that you allowed fear to paralyze you? Like I almost canceled your entire book is based on this. Um, and you turned it into motivation. Sure. So many times in my life where I have been, you know, driving to a speaking event and I've started down that dialogue of, I wonder if the crowd's going to relate. I wonder if what I have to say is going to resonate. And then I say, no, 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 we're not going to, we're not going to have a negative conversation. We're going to have a positive conversation. We're going to go to the places that we want, the outcomes that we want, the positive energy that we want, the positive message that we want. And we're going to do the right thing regardless of the outcome. We're going to show up as our best self and speak regardless of the outcome. And so off so many times I could tell you time after time after time. So when I was 18, my parents said, if you decide to move out of state, I was chasing a boy, if you will, crazy. Um, I did marry the boy, but it was still crazy. Um, if you move out of state, you're on your own. If you stay, we'll will help pay as much as we can for your schooling. Well, I chose to go. And oh my goodness, that first night alone in my apartment, scared half out of my mind. And I so badly wanted to just go home. I wanted to go to the comfort and the safety of at least regular meals. I mean, I was broke as a joke. I mean, it was bad, but thankfully I just kept saying, Jessica, you can do this. You can do this. What do you need to do just right now? You need to find a job. Okay, find that job. What do you need to do right now? You need to learn how to budget for groceries. I mean, I literally feel like I've lived my whole life just figuring out what I need to do in small increments and doing it. And then when you do that, you realize that all those little small increments add up to something big. So it is, you know, a dialogue with yourself rather than allowing yourself to have that negative dialogue, turn it off and change the dialogue to the positive outcome you're looking for. Yeah. Like what's possible here as opposed to yeah. at all of these things that aren't working. This sucks. This is happening to me and stopping. And this is always the through line of every single message I'm sharing on the show is just stop victimizing yourself. Oh, yeah. here. <laughs> so true. I always say, stop thinking about what you can't do. Let's think about what you can do. Cause there's always <laughs> something you can do. There's always something. And if all you're going to focus on is what you can't do, then you're going to stay right where you are. But let's think about what you can do. Cause there's always something you can do. Mm -hmm. You have a video on your website that I was watching and I actually was looking at other things while I was listening to you. And all of a sudden I heard you say, you are so smart. You are so kind. You are so loving in the super nurturing way that you are. This is like mommy way. And I just felt myself completely, I could cry. I just felt myself completely surrender to those words. I never cry on the show. You're good. Well, and, and I was, I was just so anchored in the words that you were saying, because that word smart, it always triggered me so much so that I created an entire show, an entire brand, an entire group, an entire community. My book is called, she's so smart, mm. you know? And because that word, I was never smart. And so 
And I know you were framing this around the way that God sees it. It's so true. I mean, Tara, I went to seven colleges to get one bachelor's. Five of the <laughs> community colleges, <laughs> five community colleges, two universities to get one bachelor's degree. And people were probably shocked that I ever did that. I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't who anybody saw as smart. But I tell people I would rather have average intelligence and a lot of drive than a lazy, lazy genius, <laughs> because awesome. really. Average intelligence with a lot of drive is going to take you places. You can learn things. You can figure things out. And I think as women, we do need to speak the words over ourselves that we truly believe our heavenly father would say over us. Who did he create you to be? He didn't create you to have negativity and guilt and shame. He didn't create you that way. The world has put that on you. So let's unsaddle what the world has put on you and let's put on those, those truths that, that are really the core of who we are. And I think you're right. I think smart is not something that women, you know, I tell people, I don't compliment my daughter on her looks. Uh, she's darling. I have two daughters. I don't compliment them on their looks. They're darling. They're cute. They come downstairs and their hair looks nice. I might say that, but I compliment them on their intelligence. I compliment them on you ran so fast. That was great. What are they doing? Let them put their worth in that. So they understand I'm capable. I'm capable. Because I don't think women are told they're smart and we are smart and we're clever. Are so smart. And society has created this cultural idea of what smart is, doctorates, certificates, Ivy League schools, high grades, all of these things. And um, really smart comes from who you're being. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So love that. Love that conversation. So what I want to know, um, because there's, there's, there's lots of levels of women who are listening to this. What I loved about what you said is that something that your husband said, uh, about who, like who your book's going to reach, or you said, who, who's this book going to reach? I got, and you said, celebrate that. I got so excited when I found out that I was number one podcast for business and entrepreneurship in Estonia. Let's celebrate that. I love it. I love it. That's actually really powerful, honey. I'm like, why? I don't even, I didn't even know where Estonia was. I know. He's I'm like, feeling like I need to look it up. Yeah. He's like, do you know about Estonia? I'm like, no. He's like, women over there are repressed. The fact that they're listening to your message because there's no YouTube, there's no, they can't access us over there. <laughs> right. It's like, it's like China. Have you ever been to China, Jessica? Yes, I have a li I have a little one adopted from China. Oh, that's right! Oh, that's a whole other story. No, no. Okay. okay, I have a I have a real heart for the Chinese people because of their oppression. Truly, because of their oppression, exactly. Yeah. So you know, there's no Facebook, there's no resources, and oh. so so knowing that was just like wow, wow, and making a difference. And so there's there's all kinds of my point is is that there's. There's levels of all kinds of women who listen to the Smart Woman Show. They're grabbing all different areas. And so right now I want to speak to the woman who's just like you, just like me. And we're scaling, we're expanding, we're writing books. You know, we're up to big things in the world. And sometimes we forget what that we've already achieved what we wanted six months ago. And so how often are you in relationship with re-examining what do I want now? What do I want now? 
So I do, uh, I do a day or a weekly uh, worksheet in my life that literally kind of keeps me on track for what I've got planned. But then I do a big overarching, I call them worksheets. <laughs> I don't know if that's the best, but I do this overarching thing that I plan out and I kind of write my big goals. I write the purposes, I write it out. And as I go into different seasons or as I accomplish those goals, I adjust that, that worksheet. I think that so often you're right. Women don't celebrate the wins along the way. So they either burn out or they convince themselves they really haven't done anything. And looking back, they've done great things. Mm -hmm. So I, I think that it's important that they do celebrate along the way. But I also think that you may, you know, we, if you're not an entrepreneur and you look at an entrepreneur's life, somehow you convince yourself it's just this straight shot. And we all know it's never a straight shot. So I think being agile and being willing to flex and being willing to move through some failures and, and lead to that next success and lead to that next idea is so important. So I don't know if that truly answers that question. In my mind, I think so often people get some success and maybe they're afraid of scaling. They're afraid of that next level of success. They want it, but maybe this was so hard to achieve that they're afraid to go further. And I'm like, just keep going because if you got here, you can get there. You just have to be willing to keep, you know, keep chugging along. So. Yeah. And fear, it comes at every level. We need fear and, and what you do with fear, which is what we've already talked about is so important. Use it to paralyze you or use it to motivate you. And I got to admit in my business right now, I'm afraid of my next level, but I'm not stopping. I want to, I want to stop. But you have to go because think of who you're going to serve. Think of who you're going to help. Think of who is going to be impacted and respond. You know, I keep thinking about influence. Uh, I heard John Maxwell say this. He said, you can influence people from afar, but you have impact when you bring people in close. And so for you, you're going to influence a lot of people, but by be, by going to that next level of success, it's going to bring more and more people into your fold that you can closely impact. And how could you ask for anything more? So you got to keep going. <laughs> Thank you for that. You know, you have a great guest on your show when they actually bring you confirmation of your next level. So thank you. I, I actually really appreciate that. Just even just on just a personal note right here, you and me, thank you. I appreciate that because, and, and that really is just an example of the power of community, the power of sisterhood, the power of uh, really ultimately kingdom work. I want to just say, just add that in there. I know you're doing work for the kingdom. I know you've completely surrendered yourself to that. And I love that because me too. Um, but what I heard you say, bringing John Maxwell forward is a message I've been talking about for four days straight, which is impact versus being impressive. Yes. You know, <laughs> it's easy to impress. I mean, that picture behind you, you can't see it if you're listening. If you're watching, you can see the beautiful picture behind Jessica, her gorgeous pink sweater, her beautiful blue eyes. You know, she's impressive. Her book cover is impressive. Her Instagram is impressive. But as you hear, she doesn't care. She's like, if I impact one person, I'm cool. Well, and it's so true. We, we do get wrapped up, but honestly, if I took this camera and showed you, here's what I'll tell you. That was probably a $30 print that I picked up at home. Who knows? You know, there's probably not anything to be impressed. Um, but that's where we get, that's where we get lost. We look at this small camera, this small picture, this small lens of people, and we project that it's huge and amazing. And the truth is it's, it's probably, I always say we're more alike than we are different. 
So don't put people on a pedestal and think that somehow they've done something you can't do. They maybe were willing to work for something that you're not willing to work for, but that's what's going to set you apart. It's not that somehow she's smarter. She's better. It's that she maybe worked harder than you're willing to work. So no one got lucky. No one, you know, I always, you know, overnight success just takes an awful long time, right? So nobody has this overnight success. People are working hard to get where they are. And if you're willing to do it, you can too. I love that. (laughs) The overnight success takes a really long time. Isn't that the truth? I absolutely love that. Jessica, thank you so much for blessing us. You have to, if you're listening to this, if you grab this episode, you have got to get her book. I almost canceled because I know you can relate. I know you can relate to almost canceling or maybe canceling. Maybe you're at that stage in your life where you are hitting snooze, where you are canceling on your friends, where you are showing up um, really haphazardly and not in your full power. And I know that when you bring Jessica into your life, she's going to show you things that you've never seen before. So grab her, go to her website, get her book, jessicabettencourt.com. I love you, Jessica. Thank you so much for being here. Ladies, create something extraordinary today and I will see you next time. I want to thank you for listening and subscribing to The Smart Woman Show. My vision for you is that you would experience the same level of success me and my friends have. Break open that vision, girl. DM me on Instagram at the Tara Oldridge, and I will send you a link to book a free strategy call with one of my success coaches today. Let's do this.